What is up, everybody? You are listening to Suds Buds, the show where good buds talk good suds with the wonderful workers of the beer industry. I'm here, as always, in the studio with co-host of the show, Mr. Nate Uppadel. Woo! Sorry, that was a little low pitch. For I, that. I love the howl. I love it. I look forward to it every single week. Nate, how's it going, man? Ah, uh, doing pretty good, man. Just prepping for the holidays. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird one. Well. I can't think of any better segue than that. Tonight's episode is all about the holidays. Hey. This is uh the Suds Buds first ever winter holiday show, as we are a bit of a young show here in our second season. But uh yeah, we're super excited to uh sample some wonderful holiday beers tonight from some different breweries around the world actually. And uh also got a bunch of thank yous to give out and a special giveaway that if you keep listening, tune in, we'll get to in just a few minutes here. So stay tuned for that. A lot of good stuff tonight. But uh, Nate, how have you been, dude? I've been good. Uh, Also, I'd like to note um, that we're both dressed to the nines in Christmas gear right now. That is worth Um, noting. One of the nights where I wish it was a a visual (laughs) podcast, but... You look sharp as hell, kid. Thanks, man. You too. I'm digging the the apron. (laughs) Got it as a August birthday present from a buddy of mine. Um, I was a little tuned up, and I got super excited about it, and then I wore it for the rest of the night, out to the bars, everything. Uh, I was convinced for a little while that I was going to make aprons my thing, like just wearing aprons all the time. I mean, you like to cook, so it's it's not a bad thing to make your thing. Yeah, but in the morning, I was like, no, that's, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't know. I feel like it's somebody's thing, but I don't know about just wearing. Chefs. I will say, though, I was very committed to this like i would have bet people a lot of money that i would have followed through yeah in that moment um and i'm glad i didn't well i think i kind of wish you would have made it your thing (laughs) because it's a sharp apron man it's i'm curious what your your holiday apron collection looks like you know it's extensive but you know it you don't get to use them a lot no creases or anything like notable creases i wondered you like you have an apron cleaner you got a special (laughs) hanging system for those you think i'm a casual here come on come on if you're going to own aprons, you got to take care of those aprons. Very true. I uh, I don't have an apron, and I guess neither of us have cool Christmas hats. That would have been another cool thing tonight. But I got this like uh, Christmas tuxedo kind of, Christmas suit jacket, and it's uh, it's pretty comfortable. It's got some snowflakes, some reindeers, some cool cool kind of print on it. Very. We'll put some pictures up online, you know, on yeah. the Instagram. Uh, that way you can... I would suggest stopping, pausing right now, going to look at those pictures <laughs> so that this whole thing doesn't just seem useless. You can enjoy it along enjoy it along with us. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to get a lot of words out quick there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, things have been good since we last recorded. It's definitely getting real cold, but uh, been trying to find ways to, to get through it and enjoy it. Going hiking tomorrow as we speak. Um, and then actually just yesterday was, uh, hanging out with friend of the show, Andy, shout out to Andy. He gave us some, uh, some great, delightful gift beers that we'll get to in a second here, but, uh, sweet young man, very kind young man, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, was hanging with Andy and, uh, he happened to have a portable disc golf basket in his trunk. That seems like something Andy would have in his trunk. And we'd planned on going disc golfing, but like it was just 
it was like 15 degrees and we didn't want to play like a full 18. It was pretty cold for that. But uh, yeah, he had the portable one and we got a sweet little park like a block away from here. So we just walked on there. I grabbed the disc out of the back of my vehicle and yeah, we went and just played like pick a hole and basically moved it around the park. And it was a blast. Probably did that for probably close to an hour. And uh, yeah, it's just a fun way to kind of brave the cold there's nobody else in the park i was like, gonna say it yesterday was not it was sunny it just wasn't great no but yeah it was a lot of fun so as much as i'm dreading winter i'm uh it's uh i'm looking forward to the the fun things that i'm gonna come up with still gotta get snowboarding snowboarding checked off the list never been snowboarding before so if you're listening i'm down hit me up <laughs> sudsbuds gmail sudsbuds pod at gmail.com but, uh, yeah, back to the beer that Andy gave us. Uh, we were sipping on some Boom Island, The Witness, which is their uh, bottle-conditioned Belgian-style ale. It's a wit beer, and it is real tasty. That was, I mean, every time I've had, like, something suggested to me from Boom Island, if somebody brings something on, I'm like, oh, shit, this is delightful. Um, I definitely have to make it out there they've got some uh i think they've still got them they've got some barrel aged selections coming out in crawlers here mm. um, yeah that's right that's right I remember you showed me those yeah i i'm definitely gonna be picking some of those up this week yeah definitely a little trifecta there i believe one is tequila barrels one is rye barrels and then one is bourbon maybe that sounds right but yeah there's always a bourbon barrel in there somewhere yeah that sounds uh definitely intriguing um they're one of those breweries that I guess I'd always seen out there for a while, but I just, like we've talked about before, I was a little bit late to that Belgian game. Mm. Um, and so I guess at the price point and not really knowing what it was, I was kind of scared away. But uh, I've really gotten into Boom Island now the past two years, and I got to say that, you know, if you like traditional, like, Belgian-style ales... And you know that I do. Yeah, it, they're probably going to hit with you because they're they make some really solid stuff. Um don't know any people over there. Would love to though. Would love to pick their brains because I feel like they definitely have honed in a uh a specific euro style that isn't necessarily executed a lot around here. And you can tell they not only are brewing that style of beer, but they're they're reading up on their shit. They definitely are They've got their craft honed in, so maybe we uh we get that uh that crawler pack or something, or get another selection from them, and have someone from from uh, Boom Island on. So Boom Island, if you're listening, we'd love to have you in the hot seat. <laughs> I was gonna say, like we kept dancing around it, but it was like, are we gonna ask Boom Island to be on? Like, <laughs> I mean, it. This is an open. If you're listening, to any, Boom Island, please please come on the show. Any brewery, especially right now, because I know like times are tough with the shutdown and people are trying to figure out like creative ways to promote and stuff. So it's like if you have time on your hands, you know, and beer to sell, which I think a lot of places do, and you have a voice that you want to be heard, like reach out to us. We would love to to uh, to book you for a Zoom call some weeknight. Um, you know, you could be in your PJs, privacy, your own home, and we could uh, enjoy a couple beverages and talk stories about beers. So. Hit us up. We'd love to have you. But, uh, yeah, shout-out to Boom Island and shout-out to Andy. Uh, love you, man. Appreciate the beverage, and happy holidays to you and Andrea. Um, 
our next beer that we have up actually comes to us from Theo, my girlfriend's brother. He uh, he gave me a birthday beer, and actually a birthday four pack, which is pretty sweet, adorable. And uh, he listens to the show and kind of have a thing with everyone where if you know they give us a beer and we'll talk about it on the show. Like, oh, yeah. That's what we're here to do. So I don't know if he knows that I really enjoy it's always sunny but he gave me a beer from swinging bridge brewing company and it's it's always hazy and then in in quotes i love this at the bottom it says the gang uses mosaic so it's uh in in their typical episode font you know yeah it's uh it's pretty great and i know i've said before that i'm getting kind of hazied out but this one was hitting man i i really enjoyed it and you had one with me yep tonight before we hopped on every time i feel like i'm out of the whole hazy spectrum just a beer drags me back in i'm like no okay now i'm done now i'm good and it's just yeah one just claws at me a little bit i i did all i've always liked mosaic hops and so i that was super present in this one so definitely worth picking up um a kind of a one and done i'd move on to something else afterwards sure but yeah, so that was really tasty and also just a really cool, thoughtful gift from uh, a guy I haven't known very long. So, Theo, if you're listening, shout out, appreciate it, and that was a really tasty beverage. So, um, and plus, man, anything always sunny, like, <laughs> that show is, I, I don't care, I, I know people have said it's, oh, it's it's fallen off, or it's, it's not as good as it was before, but like, that show is is hilarious, and it's been hilarious for a long time. And as far as just like jokes per minute, like just belly laughs for like twenty minutes, it's just I don't know, man. The formula it's 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 relatable in so many ways. Like it's in a lot of ways, it's kind of like the the dirtier like poor man's cheers, <laughs> you know. Where I feel like every every bar I've worked at every service industry gig that's been like a unanimously funny show like yeah. is is always sunny i actually just watched the one a couple days ago is uh when charlie's home alone's the bar yeah and he has to make the eagles win so he has to like eat green and then drink yellow <laughs> and he gets his legs stuck in a bear trap that's what I'm saying, man. They got the physical comedy down to a T. Like, oh man, it's it's fantastic. If hmm, I'm trying to think, if you were a character, if from you call that me show, Frank, we're be? we're done with this episode. Oh man, that'd be a compliment. I don't know. Frank is always. Uh, I'm I'm more on like Charlie's side of humor than Frank. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. You're kind of a D, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in to Suds, Buds. Um, <laughs> the season's over. The show's over if I have anything to say about it. Um, Eric, I'm going to go key your car. Yeah, man. Always just scheming, like scheming and conniving Ooh. and Ooh. drunk. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I mean, but you could say that. You could really apply those three words to, like, any character on that show. Sure. But I feel like you picked those out, yeah. and you're just trying to hurt me. <laughs> no. 
I'd never, never. I'd never and, want to hurt. And you. I get, I get why you're doing it. Um, as is tradition, we were playing some Mario Golf uh, earlier tonight, and there's don't, a lot of. Don't bring it up. <laughs> don't talk about it. There's, I lost. Okay, was, that's all that matters. I lost. I lost. See, no, losing would be like a couple strokes down. I would call that a massacre. What did you finish? I believe you finished uh, plus seventeen, and we only played. I believe it was don't the it. the back nine holes. So I mean, for those at home, you can do the math. That's almost for those at home that don't care about Mario Golf <laughs> at all. Well, if, even if you just want to do the math, that's a double bogey on almost every single hole. But one hole, you really stepped up your game and only got a bogey. So I understand why Eric's lashing out. You know, he's just a little salty yet. It, it was rough, man. It was rough. But we've we've moved on. I think we've still got a <laughs> a Mario Party game on hold. That's what we'll get to after the show. That's but true. Uh, we got some other very fun things to get to first i was gonna say we do have some beers that we're gonna drink tonight we do yeah and uh we've got one last thank you beer here um this one comes to us from friend of the show listener of the show and uh co-worker patrick appreciate it he dropped off uh no save point double dry hop new england ipa that's a collaboration between modest love those guys and uh, Run the Jewels, RTJ, Kill a Mike, and LP. Uh, definitely probably one of the hottest acts in hip-hop in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, those guys have been around for a couple decades now, but they really just kind of blew up as a tag team here with their last, like, what are they on now, four projects together? Yeah. Um, or yeah, album, the new album? Yeah, is it their yeah, fourth? Yeah, so they're on, well, if you don't count Meow the Jewels, which was a whole weird thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're on four. <laughs> sure. So uh, this is No Save Point, and I know the song No Save Point was on the Cyberpunk soundtrack. Is that off of their newest album? No, that was just a That's single. a single? Yeah, okay. that just came out a little bit ago. Very cool. So yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Cyberpunk too. Yeah, thank um, you. Don't want to get too much into that game because it could do a whole podcast just about that game um it is so dense and rich but uh a little let down about some things but still gonna play through before i really uh deliver a fully formulated opinion on that one but sure <laughs> i don't think anybody wants that so we'll probably <laughs> we'll probably kill that segment um but yeah no save point it was uh very tasty yeah it was a. Uh, Came in a crowler. Pat was super kind. I actually dropped it off at my place here in St. Paul. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed this uh, about a week ago. And, you know, again, when I think I'm always hazied out, another one comes out that I'm digging. But this was definitely one for me where I think I got so stoked just about, like, the can art and the cyberpunk thing where sometimes you let the label just kind of overtake you. And I think... uh, you know, I was hyped about the It's Always Sunny beer, but as you can even see with the labels, like, there's just, the the modest one has so much more going on. Like, that's a sick logo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not to say I was, like, let down by the beer by any means, but that's definitely one where even if I didn't get gifted that, mm-hmm. I would buy that just for the logo. But, you know, is the beer inside as, as cool as the logo? That's maybe, you know up to the to the drinker i thought it was good i didn't think it was like oh my god this is like my new top favorite thing but you know it's it's not about that it's uh you know it's a a gift from a friend and 
Thank you so much, Pat, for dropping that off. That was very kind of you. Shout out. Keep listening. And uh, yeah, to anyone else listening, if you give us a beer and you want us to drink it and review it on the show, we totally will. For these ones this week, I don't want to do them on the number scales just because they are kind of holiday gifts. Yeah. But I say let's rank them in our in our favorite. Yeah, well, it's in easy. Our order. Um, for me, Eric actually drank the no save point without me. Um, <laughs> That's so, true, actually. So That's that true. ranking is N.A. Yeah, um, you can pretend for yeah. that one. It does have alcohol in it, but it is an N.A. beer for T- me. Take, take a, like a mime sip real quick <laughs> and sip. marinate on that. Let me know what really you think. feel on it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the the Witness, the Belgian wit beer from Boom Island. Yeah. Um, I think that's in contention for my favorite beer this episode. Um, well, okay. And that it's... we haven't even cracked the three beers we're actually going to drink. I was going to say we're early, but yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a strong front runner. It's a really good beer. Yep. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, wh- what were you tasting with that one? What really uh, wowed you with it, I guess? Um, I did love the... I really like when you do have to disturb the yeast yeah. to get that going. Um, just kind of fills the body a little bit, adds a lot more flavor going on through the whole thing. Um, I don't know that it was just solid all around beer. Um, nice. A lot of those those fun uh, effervescent like almost floral notes you expect from a Belgian. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of kind of same reasons. Like it was it was just a fun beer to just watch. It was like honestly, it was. Just as hazy, if not hazier, than that hazy <laughs> we drank. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, kind of same reasons, just that, you know, the floral taste and aroma, and also the fact that it was just a sweet Belgian beer that wasn't, like, over-the-top boozy. Like, I think it's, like, five and a half, six percent, something like that. So, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, I think I'm going to put that in the middle of the pack for me, honestly. I My favorite was... The it's always hazy, by by just a touch, with the witness and the no save point, probably at a very close second, just for different reasons. Um, so, but yeah, again, I think my big thing too is, and I kind of told this to Andy yesterday is I haven't had a ton of wit beers, can really mm-hmm. only think of a couple, but uh, again, not a style I'm as well versed in. Whereas I've had a million different hazies, you know. Yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, that uh, one from uh, sorry, I think did I say Liftbridge? I feel like uh, I maybe said Liftbridge. That could be. Uh, Swinging Bridge out of Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, it's always hazy. The gang uses mosaic. That's that's my front runner of these three. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I, you know, again, hazy's. It's not really my favorite style, um, but it was it was good. Um, like I said, Rio Ford on the mosaic real nice and like good citrus front without without muddling it too much the mosaic did really shine through that one yeah and i think it's worth noting too i wish you could have tried that that run the jewels beer but uh that one was also uh heavy in mosaic but still very very different from the the swinging bridge one just not I guess it's worth noting that the, the, the modest one had a number of other hops. But yeah, just sure. like, I guess I would not have pulled Mosaic out of that one. Out of, oh, out of, out the, of the modest one. Sure. Yeah. But again, this is coming from a guy who enjoys drinking beer more than he does, you know, 
geeking out and, and, and reading about different styles and brewing techniques, but I'm getting there. I'm learning a little bit day by day. You get there someday, kid. That's right. Says the guy who knows probably even less than you. Yeah, hey, we're well. getting there together. That's what this show's all about, my friend. Heck yeah. But uh, in my hand right now, let's do this. Let's. Uh, why don't we kick off our first beer of the show? All right. Again, thank you to all of our friends who uh, donated. Really appreciate it, and happy holidays. What, how, what do you say, Nate? Uh, blessings? Blessings on your household. There you go. Blessings on your households. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're cracking open the conversation here with Samuel Smith's Welcome Back Ale 2020-2021 edition. That's a lot of numbers, but that's a 2020-2021 edition. Uh Beautiful bottle here, brown glass with the the raised Samuel Smith imprint, gold foil top. Um, yeah, just a really cool bottle. And then we got like a jolly dude in a flannel with a comically large mustache with a huge uh, <laughs> stein in his hand, ready to get rammered. Um, <laughs> hey, me too, buddy. <laughs> cheers, homie. Cheers. All right. What's uh? I like that color. Nice, like, uh, light amber, a little orangish coming through. We couldn't find a ton about this one online. I don't know if they do this every year or what, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a winter warmer ale. Uh, Samuel Smith's, they're a very old brewery out of the UK, uh, Yorkshire. I believe the oldest in Yorkshire. Well, there you go. Heard it from this guy here, Mr. (laughs) Belgian himself. Um, yeah, this is, uh, it's a 550 milliliter bottle that we're drinking out of, and, uh, it's a beer dedicated to friends, servers, bussers, bartenders, cooks, dishwashers, musicians, distributors, hosts, and you. Welcome back. And, uh, greetings from, uh, Yorkshire. Thank you. I'm going to be honest, it's a lot lighter than I thought it was going to be looking at that bottle. Yeah, and almost like I don't know, it's it's kind of got that color that you'd get from like a triple. Sure. But definitely not as high carb. No. I mean, you're talking much much softer here. Yeah. Um I don't know. And again, well, winter warmer that style is something if I'm going to be honest, I had never actually heard of um winter beers. I don't I normally don't go for winter beers all that much yeah um they tend to be a little heavier than i go for um so it's yeah probably not a beer that i would have thought to try but this is actually pretty pleasant it's not something that's gonna weigh you down it's got a nice like spice level to it too yeah yeah it's a good one it's uh i'm kind of with you where i don't know a ton about winter warmer eels if i was to take a kind of uneducated stab at it i would say that i would assume it's kind of like how you know just like a winter ale like here we've got summit that does like a winter ale and i feel like just a lot of your um larger craft breweries kind of offer like a winter ale which is just kind of like a spiced almost brown ale kind of caramel colored ale Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of what i'm getting off of this but more sweet than spice, I think, I would say. Okay. 
don't know. I'm not getting a ton of... I think the flavors are put are a little pushed down. Like, they're kind of not canceling each other out. Um, but I'm not pulling a ton of sweetness from it. Like, it's... I don't know. It's a, it's a fine beer. I think it's really good, actually. I... I'm getting a little caramel out of it, too. This is kind of a weird one, because mm-hmm. we are... I mean... It's a style I don't know anything about from a brewery I don't think I've ever had anything from. Yeah. So I had no idea what to think about going into this. Whatever combination of flavors I'm getting in this, and I still can't pinpoint any of them. Like, I think you said they're all kind of maybe, like, stepping on each other, or just kind of pushing each other down. Yeah. But, uh... You know, we're recording here in a, a chilly studio tonight, and uh, this is really, this is really hitting the spot. Yeah. You know, this is our our first beer drinking on air tonight, and uh, it's not heavy, it's mm-hmm. not super dark, it's not super boozy, but it is a damn good cold night beer. Like, like, like I said, I just. I don't know what I'm looking for here. Like, I don't, nothing's, nothing's jumping out at me, which yeah. I suppose is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's a beer that, like, you can clearly tell, like, they meant, you know, have a couple of them. Having a couple of these things isn't going to be a bad thing. Nothing's going to, you're not going to get burnt out on it, I guess. But I, nothing is kind of, Nothing's remarkable about it to me. Yeah. I I don't know. This is going to be a really tough one for me to review here. Um, I'm getting a lot of what I taste as caramel. Like like caramel candy. Like what are those hard cal- caramel candies? Are they, uh, Werther's. Werther's. Werther's originals. Yes. And little gold wrappers. Yeah, that's butterscotch though. Okay, maybe I'm getting butterscotch then. Because it is that candy, though. It is like that gold wrapper, yeah, small, hard candy. Like always a little bowl of them somewhere. Exactly, yep. My oh. grandma always had them. Yeah. But they're like good. They're like the good grandma candy. Oh, oh, yeah. Those ones, like, they never get... Like, whenever you have, like, a bowl full of, like, random hard candies... They kind of stick together. Yeah, and, like, somehow the flavors bleed into each other. Yeah. Like, they don't... I never understood how that's possible, but you're like all the sweet things somehow get minty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's it. nothing more off off putting than like minty butterscotch. Yeah, oof, no, thank you. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a winter beer, minty butterscotch. Is there mint beer? Yes, I don't. I don't think I've ever had anything with like any. Like heavy mint notes. I have. I've had a couple different beers with mint. I'm blanking on breweries. Man, this sucks. Um, well, actually, one right off the top of my head. Um, Tin Whiskers did a mint beer. Um, but the other one that I can't remember that was, and this other one was like really bad it was back when i was working at the liquor store we got it in bombers 22 ounce bottles some sort of special christmas thing and it was like a big deal like you know 4.99 a bottle like you know cheap cheap um and i was like oh cool snagged one and it was 
horrible, man. And it was like a, a peppermint porter or something like that. And just, nah, uh-uh, not good. I feel, like, I feel like that'd be a tough one to lock down. Like, because, you know, obviously it's a sweet candy. But when a beer gets too sweet, like, it's one thing if you just pop a piece of candy. But when a beer is, like, way over the top on sweetness, you got to make it through, you know, a whole pour. And it's like, oof. I don't know. I I can't do those. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. It's I'm with you. I'm with you. I like those I like to try some of those really sweet crazy beers like on tap and really small ones or like have like a couple people to split one is like a novelty thing. But yeah, when it's sure. like balling out to buy some crazy release weird thing that I can only get a 750 of and it's got like you know, f- flavors I've never even had before. It's like, <laughs> like we talked Shit. about on this, uh, I think last season it was Dustin who's like, we found out really did not like grapefruit in beers, but couldn't <laughs> think of having ever had a grapefruit in real life. But I mean, it's, it's how it goes, man. That's how, that's how she be. It's all right. Dustin, if you're listening, grapefruit is overrated and that is a hill I am willing to die on. Oh, dude, grapefruit's so good. Grapefruit juice. It's oh, it's fine. Like, it's it's really tart and just kind of, I don't know, it's unnecessary. Like, eh, eh. You don't like, uh, again, uh, uh, was it Greyhounds? I think it's Greyhounds no. that have grapefruit juice, yeah. No, I've, I've tried. My buddy makes a lot of really good drinks. Yeah. Um. And he made me a Greyhound, and I just, I was as into that, I don't know. It's bit, they're bitter. Grapefruit's kind of bitter. Yeah, it's just, also, like, the flavor doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I don't know, yeah. Like, I feel it on, like, the back of my tongue. And sure. it's just kind of there for a long time. So, like, I don't enjoy the flavor, and then it sticks around for a long time. So I get to continue not enjoying it. Um, and... As I've said, um, I'm willing to die on this hill. So if anybody wants to, you know, set up a tussle in the street, you can reach us at sudsbudspod at gmail.com. Yeah, Nate will fight you over a grapefruit. <laughs> For B-Y-O-G. <laughs> B- is it? Yeah, yeah, B-Y-O-G-F. But no, I think you're right. It's it's one word there. It is one word. Young scholar. <laughs> know thy enemy, you know. Gotta know how grapefruit's spelled. <laughs> Oh man, we're having a good time tonight. We're uh we're here drinking this uh pretty tasty beer from uh Samuel Smith's this welcome back ale that we still can't quite figure out what it is, but I noticed you're empty, so take a little bit more. Give you a little top off there. And you know what? It is kind of a welcome back beer because we've spent a lot of this last year um laid off and wondering what's gonna happen and you know trying to help our 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 home brewery and, and fellow breweries with this show as much as possible and mm-hmm. it's been tough man um but uh hopefully this is a a welcome back to to normal sometime yeah. soon if ever but. i was gonna say it feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel but it's you know it's we still got a good amount of tunnel to get through yet yeah i think if we can all you know be smart sensible hard-working individuals and uh <laughs> you know like you said follow the light at the end of the tunnel and uh you know follow science man follow the doctors rather than your you know 
favorite politician. Go that route. And uh, I feel like if we all kind of go that route, maybe, maybe we'll eradicate this thing sooner rather than later. But this is me kind of venting my my uh, my my 2020 thoughts and whatnot here on our our uh, kind of wrap up of 2020. Uh, it's it's been a tough one, man. And we can't just be silent about it. You know, it's tough to bite your tongue. That's a pretty good headline, just like a satire headline, but it was, um, um, CDC utilizing MLMs to push vaccine in suburban or in suburbia. And it just had this Photoshop picture and it was like COVID, uh, I think it was called like COVIDia and like somebody having like a, you know, one of those MLM, like pampered chef parties in the living room and a bunch of people like looking at magazines oh my god <laughs> that that one hit home yep. a little bit yeah it's it's been a tough one man but we're i i like to think that there's a there's a way to get through this and you know we're doing the best we can yep but uh we're close on a lighter note i mean we gotta have a little pick me up here we made a hot sauce pretty recently. Yep. Second batch of a hot sauce. And uh, a lot of it. There, Yeah, there was a lot of it. It was really good. It was really hot. We took our base sauce and blended it with uh, some other fresh ingredients. And uh, yeah, it was made in a COVID-free kitchen. And it came out real hot, real tasty. and Good smoke flavor to it. Yes, yes. And keeping with the theme of pop culture references on our labels, this sauce was the Burninator. And it's got none other than Mr. Schwarzenegger himself as the Terminator from the first movie. Uh, yeah, good job on the graphic, Nate. Very you, well you. done, as always. Uh, it, was, it was a fun one to work on, you know, just basically recreating that whole image, but then turning... Arnold Schwarzenegger's head into a habanero. That was. It felt weird. It was weird pretty much the whole time. Yeah, um, I think it came out really good, man. I, I was I was happy with that turnout. Yeah. Um, also, just as a quick side note, um, if anybody listening has heard of Homestar Runner, that old, uh, it was like I don't know what you call it, not sketch. It was just like a running, um, com- animated comedy thing, like a really uh, crudely animated internet. Yeah, from a long time ago and that whole thing you know had that whole episode about the burninator um eric had never seen that so i got it was very exciting to again one more time be the first person to show somebody home star runner um it was a real treat it was a first for me my dude but i enjoyed it it was weird i still don't know what i watched but uh (laughs) i'd be lying if i said i didn't pull it up on youtube again like a day later so sure there you go there's actually a fun flash game you can play it too just a dragon you go around stepping on things and burning cottages it's definitely that era flash games (laughs) man candystand.com yep makes me feel like sixth grade dude <laughs> going in using some like uh what, what do they call them the sites where you you go to a site that's not blocked on a firewall yeah and it's what were just, those called uh, there'd be like free math games.com and they wouldn't be math games at all it would be like castle destroyer games and yep. shit um yeah dude i yeah it'd be like these weird servers of games or whatever yep. that the school just wouldn't have blocked well we also found out in our uh tech class that you could 
Um, it would like if there were sites that they manually blocked versus just like keyword blocked, you could actually go to pages if you would type in the URL. You could go to very specific pages, so you could play Ooh. games on those sites. You just had to get the exact URL, and it would bypass the firewall because or the safety features because it didn't know to block that. It just knew to block cartoonnetwork.com, not Cartoon Network slash Robot Unicorn Attack. Sure. So it was good. Genius. You know, big brain moves. Kids, they'll they'll figure out a way to get into anything. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, back to the hot sauce. I thought it was a success. We went a little bit uh, bigger on our volume for the second batch, substantially bigger. We, like, doubled our volume. And um, uh, that first sauce was kind of like a wing sauce. We had a lot of roasted garlic and peppercorn and uh, some lemon juice, a lot of citrus. This one is definitely a smoke sauce. Um, Mm -hmm. It is super smoky. It would be... Man, great as a marinade. Um, I've I've put it on like eggs already. I put it on chicken. Um, Been putting on a lot of pizza. Ooh, I can see it being good on pizza. Yeah, it's definitely got that that smoky hit you and and hang with you heat. Um, but yeah, we were actually so happy with the way that it turned out that we want to spread the love a little bit. So uh, if you check out the Suds Buds Instagram. Um, we've got a little post there with the Burninator hot sauce. So if you share that post by Sunday, we got we'll we'll give it till the end of Sunday. We'll say we'll cut it off Monday morning. Okay. So this is gonna release on uh, a, a Thursday here. If you share that post, like and share that post by Monday, you'll be entered into a raffle to win your very own bottle of the Suds Buds official Burninator hot sauce. So mm. again. All you got to do is just share that post. We'll have the raffle alert. We'll have the post of the hot sauce on Instagram. Um, but yeah, give that a little share and get your chance to win a hot sauce. If uh, you win and you live locally, we will deliver it ourselves, mask and gloves. I think that's something that Nate hasn't volunteered, but I'm throwing it out there right now. I'm going to drag you along with me. You can decide which one of us is going to deliver this to your home. I oh guess. no, this is a this is a two man thing. You, if you want one of us, you get both of us. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll deliver it if you live local, and uh, if you live outside the state, we'll uh, ship it. But if you're out of the U.S., eh, might have to do some research. That could get a little spendy for these guys. Uh, if, I don't know. I mean, if we've got a I feel like the odds, don't, whatever. Don't, I'm not gonna count it out. Don't, don't. Yeah, we're not gonna count it out. Don't not share it <laughs> because you live in I, Dublin I will, or something. I will find a way to do this. Yes, we'll we'll get it there if you win. I mean, so. think about it. We can call ourselves international, an international hot sauce brand. Ooh, Come on. I like that. Come on. I like that. And I think too, some people are probably wondering, like maybe some people this is their first time listening. And they're like, "What the heck? This is a beer podcast. These guys are talking about giving away a hot sauce." Um. We just, we like consumables. We like uh, people that make things with their hands and then we can eat them or drink them. <laughs> it's That's the easiest way to put it. Like, I love gardening. Yep. You love cooking. Uh, we've both done some uh, dabbling in home fermentation. Um, I, and, I did like a whole hydroponic setup this last summer. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Definitely can't forget about that. That was sweet, dude. That uh, tower. <laughs> I love that thing. There was, 
there was a, a moment I was sitting out there just drinking a uh, a rum and rum and soda, like just yeah. It was a really nice rum. Just poured a little, had like a soda stream, a little soda and soda water in there. And I was like, oh, this could use a little mint. So I just reach over to the hydroponic thing, pull off some mint leaves, just crush them up, put them right in the drink. Didn't even stand up. I was like. That felt really cool. <laughs> that's, that was definitely uh, that's definitely bold, man. Yep, that's cool. I I love that. I my garden that I had in Egan, I uh, I had a pot there that was like cocktail pot. You know, that was like my my mint and uh, I think I had some lemon verbena in there and something else. But yeah, that was like that was like my cocktail garnishes right there. Nice. But, yeah, man. I I love consumables and hopefully you do too if you do uh yeah give that uh that post that raffle post a share and get your hands on a hot sauce because it's a damn good one and we're gonna be making more of them coming up soon here so yeah that's kind of our thing we uh we can't technically sell them right now with where we're at um but uh you know we can give them away we can give them away (laughs) precautions are taking in into cleaning and stuff like that it is is safe so uh ph balance yeah ph tested and everything it's uh labor of love mm. little holiday gift from us to you oh so i'm gonna go share that post so i can win your bottle of hot sauce Ooh, if you do i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> abide by the raffle eric i'm just gonna take one of your bottles of it in return <laughs> you fair. lose one that seems fair um yeah anything else on the hot sauce no, I think that about covers it. Yeah. We uh we, we just enjoy fermenting home stuff or fermenting stuff at home. Yeah. Not no not home stuff. We're not just gonna start fermenting <laughs> items from our home. That would be weird. But be a weird hobby. Yeah. I think what's that called? When uh no, no not gonna get into that. I was thinking of like that whole mask of Zorro thing with the Never mind. Already lost me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, back to the beer that we uh, just finished up, though. It was the Welcome Back Ale from Samuel Smith's. Uh, greetings from Yorkshire, the UK. Their oldest brewery. Uh, and then Tadcaster. I don't know who that is, but it's on the bottle. That might be a place, a region. It might be a person, a company. <laughs> it is a thing, though. I don't know. And there's small print on the back of the bottle. I'm not seeing anything else about old Tadcaster, but... It's not bad. Um, hmm. I'm in a little bit of a pickle here, as I think I can tell you are too. Yep. I feel like I'm going to rate it a little hotter than you. Okay. What do you got? Sorry. Last little swig there. Hmm. I'm going to give it a 3.9. Oh, damn. I don't know what it is. But I really like it. Um, as I get more towards the bottom of this, I, I don't like it as much, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird. A lot of those winter beers that I think about, like stouts and porters, they tend to get a little almost better and more complex as they get closer to like that 50 degree mark Yeah, after they've been open and kind of settled. And this to me, I definitely liked those first few really ice cold sips of it better sure um but yeah all things considered 3.9 i don't know what i drank but i really enjoyed it and yeah i think the only thing i really pulled from it was you know that it was lower carb and and kind of 
caramely, maybe a little bit of butterscotch, but uh, sure. yeah, other than that, can't really say too much about it. <laughs> little Werther's original. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I'd probably go like, probably like two seven. I'd say. Damn. Definitely not. Probably not something I'd buy. Like yeah. going out. Um, it was like there was nothing just overly off-putting about it. Yeah. But we've we've kind of got this habit of just happening to have very great beers on this podcast. Like, if I'm stacking it up against other things I've drank here, I just, it's not there. Um, that's fair. So I guess that's more of a testament to every other beer we've had versus yep. a knock against this one. But I don't know. There's just nothing about it that really jumped out at me for this one. I feel that, man. And that's fair. Like, that's what this is about, too. It's it's honesty. It doesn't mean we, we necessarily hate that beer, that brewery. It's just... Uh, you know, different strokes for different folks. But that's uh, the reviews on Samuel Smith's Welcome Back Ale. Um, for those of you who are still sitting at home right now, laid off uh, bartenders, hopefully your jobs will be welcoming you back safely very soon. Or so we hope. Uh, <laughs> that's the hope. But uh, we're going to take a quick little break here, and we're going to come back and crack open our second holiday beverage of the night. Very excited about this one. Me too. We'll be right back. Ho, ho, ho! We are back on Sunsbuds! I'd like everybody to know that I advised against that. Uh-huh. Santa? <laughs> Dad? Dad? Okay, well... Oh, man. How's it going? Can we redo that intro? <laughs> sure, sure. All right, we're back in five, four, three, two. <laughs> Nate? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me here. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I counted you in and cued you, but yeah, it's... Whatever. We'll just stick with the whole thing. Yeah, that made it suck worse, dude. <laughs> Sorry. We're back. Santa left. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Eric's very on edge right now. I think he was upset because you were wearing a very cheap impersonation, impression, it is. interpretation, all, <laughs> all the I words of his of his wonderful suit. It's a it's a nice apron. All right, we've been over this. <laughs> you got a fake belt like painted or printed on that apron. If you had put in like the extra effort and maybe like talk to Dustin, you could have gotten his lifting belt over it. And you know, I got a Santa hat downstairs. We could have crushed it. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be an apron. Then it'd be a guy with like a thing but with doctoring... a belt over it. Like a belt literally destroys the purpose of an apron. So I don't know what you get. At it's here. accessorizing. You put rims on the Cadillac. It's still a Cadillac, dude. You don't work. You don't drive a Cadillac through a kitchen while you're cooking spaghetti. All right. Yeah, but you can bedazzle your apron and it's still an apron, my dude. I mean, I guess. Yeah, just. agree to disagree i'm just mad you chased out santa okay (laughs) but it's all right we'll make amends we'll move on there you go well uh tis the season you know yeah i'll I'll extend an olive branch with another tasty beer Mm. or maybe you will since uh you kind of brought this one to the table yeah absolutely what are we drinking up next up next we've got bent paddles barrel age 2020 double shot double black uh, black ale aged in oak barrels with vanilla beans and coffee added. Mm. Mind if I get a peek at this bottle real quick? Heck yeah. This is a cool one. Um, I don't know if this is a thing that 
bent paddle has always done. I mainly like probably a lot of other people in Minnesota know them as just like cool Duluth brewery that cans a lot of delightful beer and you Mm -hmm. can find it basically anywhere. But this is a, this is a big bottle. This here's a, a big boy, uh, one point, one pint, uh, 9.4 fluid ounces. Um, and it reminds me a lot of, um, stone, stone brewings bottles, just the really cool, like hand painted dark Brown glass bottles. Oh, sure. Okay. Where, and I love hand painted bottles, dude. There's something cool about it where it's like, you can cut these mm-hmm. and make it into like a really cool pint glass. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, they're really cool. Like, I mean, if I'm not really big into collecting beer cans or anything like that, I like signage and things like that. Sure. Um, not a bottle or can collector, but these hand painted bottles, make for great stuff like that um because you can you know basically put it through hell and back and it's not gonna like chip or yeah yeah exactly you can use it as a vase you can wash it and it's not gonna like um rip your sticker off or your label oh i see what you're getting at okay and so it's kind of cool because it's like it's almost like a you know a timeless bottle Mm -hmm. um but i really like this design it's kind of got some cool i mean it's it's northern lights yeah. It's Northern Lights over a log cabin, and it's it's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for bringing this one to the table. Um, oh yeah, kind of a wake wake me up for us. Uh, <laughs> a little coffee beer at uh, a little mid show coffee about eight thirty at night here mm. in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh. I feel like I'm a hockey announcer. <laughs> how many how many hockey games have you listened to? What hockey games? Are you? I, I feel like that's always the live voice. It would be like. And now from Faribault, Minnesota, night at para, you know something around along okay. that line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that it didn't click with me before, but that got me there. Maybe basketball. I feel like you don't get those live. Do you like hear when... that on air, or is that just a live thing? I feel like it's just a live thing, unless it's like a high school sport. I feel like it is live too. It's like the the home team like announcement with a light show and all that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, I mean. I don't watch a ton of like hockey or basketball, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that would just take a lot of on air time. Yeah. And that's not really what they're looking for. Unless it's like some big game or like a comeback thing. Like when, uh, who was, yeah. When Michael Jordan came back to the Timberwolves and like, you know, that was a whole damn thing. So that would have been on TV, but yeah. Yeah, you just had this sure. shit-eating grin on your face. So no, like, I mean, oh, I was just, what did I say? Yeah, I feel like no, you just that was very reasonable. Um, yeah. Also, I think with like with like football, there's just simply too many people. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, yeah, you're right. You definitely don't see those on on TV. I mean, they'll do like a little digital presentation of like the 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 starting lineup, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like a full. Knock out an announcement <laughs> and all that jazz. Nah, that's just for the people live in attendance. But and also for WWE fans. <laughs> that is on TV. That Entrances is are a huge part of it. I was going to say that is half the, the wrestling. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I don't even cool how cool your wrestling or care how cool your wrestling moves are. Just have a uh, if you got a cool intro, I'm a, probably going to root for you. Yeah, hundred percent. Like friggin' Rey Mysterio. 
I remember yeah, that. Dude. I remember that song always jacked me up when I was growing up. I'm like, oh <laughs> hell yeah. You know that big horn intro thing. Oh yeah, dude. Yep. You were ready to go six one nine kids on the playground, <laughs> and I did. Just friggin' drop the elbow on them, dude. <laughs> oh, gotta love wrestling. Oh. I'm loving this beer though, dude. This is a, uh, this is really good. I'm definitely picking up. Uh, I mean, lots of coffee, obviously. Oh, it yeah. Just you can get that right on the first first sniff. Um, some vanilla. Yep. Some vanilla in there too. Yep. Um, um definitely lower carb than like I you know normally go for, but it's still I don't know. <laughs> because it tastes so much like coffee, I feel like any carbonation in there would really do more do more of a disservice to the flavor. Can you is there carbonated coffee? Is that a thing? Um yeah really yeah i think so i mean i mean somebody's probably done it well there's definitely like there's like the nitro coffees right yeah and then there's like monster does coffees right those are carbonated aren't they i think they're i mean probably lightly yeah maybe lightly or even like the like the starbucks like triple shot things those have a little carb they're not yeah. fizzy but well and that's what i'm more talking about yeah. like, could you get a fizzy coffee cool. I'd, I'd be into it yeah I want a fizzy hot coffee. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> man, that would be gnarly. My soda stream's gonna gonna take some damage this week, <laughs> dude. That would probably be terrible. You'd probably end up getting plastic in your coffee because you'd melt your soda stream. I mean, try it. It might be good. You never know. <laughs> oh, that might be terrible, and you might drink plastic. But try it. Yeah, I mean, I've never had plastic in my coffee. I can't tell you, man. Exactly. We're innovators here. That's right. That's what it's all about. Um. I'm curious about this one, man. I don't know how much you know about this beer, but n- this is a black ale, right? Yeah. So, I remember uh, uh, a few weeks back now when we had um, uh, Michael from oh, yeah. Toe on. Yeah. We had the... The guitar player in my band. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Otilla's Cookies. That's right. Come, going on tour 2021. <laughs> Check it out, uh, but yes, uh, he brought a uh, the the descent. Oh yeah, 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 from Steel Toe, and I believe that was advertised as a uh, dark ale. Mm-hmm. But he said is technically can be categorized as a export stout, or it is an export stout. Yeah, you know, other than the the labeling. Do you know? Is this beer? Is this a a, a black ale? Is that its own thing? Is it similar like that where it's an export stout? Is it like a black IPA? Um, I, I got to imagine this is just a dark ale. I, and I, I'm not overly familiar, again, with the... I mean, I feel like it's not dry enough on the finish. Like, whenever I think of, like, export stout, you know, you think of, like, um, Guinness or... Honestly, Guinness is the main one that comes to mind. But like that's kind of got that nice dry finish that you look for in that, and I'm not picking that up in this beer, and I don't know if that's a requirement of the style. But I'm not. I gotta imagine this is just a black ale, or a dark know, ale. I mean, yeah they they use they use black ale a lot on the bottle for sure, mm-hmm. but it is a 
even roasted malts, double strength at Asian bourbon barrels. I don't know. It's it's got kind of all the descriptors of a like a stout or a porter, right? Sure. But I mean, most stouts and porters kind of you know go along those same lines where it's like roasted malt. You're yeah. looking for some chocolatey, That's some coffee, staple. some toffee. Yeah. So I don't know. I again, this is the the export stout thing is versus black ale. I'm not exactly sure what the specific differences would be, but if I had to take a stab at it, this would just be a dark ale. And this one's pretty big here, yeah. You didn't. Oh God, yeah. What's what's the ABV on this bad boy again? Um. Oh, that's what you meant by big. I thought you meant popular. Uh, ABV on this guy. Where are you at? Sorry, I put you on the spot. Is on the barrel here on the side? Oh yeah. Oh oh dear. Eleven point two. Oh damn. That's that's a lot. Wow. All right. Well, I feel like this is one that you know. There's no need to rush it. It's gonna keep us awake for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it, like I said, it's a big beer. Exactly. So while we're sipping this, being it is the holiday season and we're all decked out, the halls are decked. I'll deck your <laughs> halls in some Mario Golf. I tell you what, he won't. I don't even know what voice that was. <laughs> Not sure, but um, um, but yeah, holiday spirit and all. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Um, I mean, I've always been a Home Alone kid myself. Nice. Yeah. Um, just watched that two nights ago. Oh, night. Which one? The first one. First one. Nice. Yep. Um, I think both both are good. We don't count the third one. Um, <laughs> Fair. Or I think there's probably a fourth one out. Um, uh, yeah. I think there's. I think we're higher than that. Even. <laughs> that's a bummer. Yep. But um, yeah, I'm a Home Alone kid. Um. Actually, I was apparently when I was like, I don't know what the age is where you can sneak out of the house as like a small child, like where you understand how doors function. What age is that? Is that three, four? Like where you can yeah, walk. You yeah, can do I would some say shit. three. I mean, basically, I would say door function. That would come right after walking, right? Maybe even before because kids open cupboards when they're like crawling and shit. That's true. Um, but apparently, I we used to have this big black walnut tree in our backyard. And. I went out there and I picked up, after watching Home Alone, picked up a bunch of black walnuts, put them in a bucket, and I went across the street and set those black walnuts on my neighbor's stairs. Um, and nope, nobody tripped. I'm going to preface that before finishing this story. But you were nobody. trying to make someone a paraplegerino. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I saw it. It made me laugh. I wanted to do it. Um, you're trying to drop poor old Rida on her head because she made some <laughs> bunk ass vanilla cookies, dog, that you and your friends didn't I would like. never have done this to Otilla. Okay. Her name was Otilla, okay. not Rida. It was Otilla. This is a different name. I'm though. sorry. You're trying to cripple poor Otilla. No. So you could take her sick alias and make it your band, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I got caught putting these these black walnuts. Oh, that's that's devious, but also like kind of adorable. Well, like, I'm know. picturing like a, a a two and a half foot bearded you just 
running over to your neighbor's house with a bunch of nuts. I did. I did have a full beard at that point. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, course. you always have. Exactly. That's like I. I didn't have long hair coming out of the womb, but I did have a full beard. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I can't even get rid of it. I don't even know where my own chin is at this point. <laughs> Do you even have a chin? Is there anything underneath there? I don't. It just kind of levels off. It might just be a void, dude. <laughs> you might have a void under your beard. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not find out. No, your beard's no. fine just the way it is. Hey, thanks, we'll keep buddy. it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, please don't put walnuts on anybody's stairs. It's dangerous. Yeah. 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 Especially not when you're drinking. Beer's at 21 uh, plus beverage. Please remember to drink responsibly. Um, yeah, but Home Alone. So that that's probably your your go to Christmas movie. Yeah, I'd say so. Right on. That's uh that's a solid one. I well, we watched kind of my fave the other night, which is Elf. Okay. Really like Elf. Um, which I feel like that's kind of like more of like a new school favorite as far as like an old one. I mean, Christmas Vacation's great. Um, Christmas story solid. Um, but, uh, I mean, those aren't, those are, those are easy ones, right? That's, yeah. that's pretty easy pickings, but, uh, yeah, really like elf. I think that's just, uh, just a really solid feel good movie. Will Ferrell does a great job on that one. Oh man. Great job. And we were talking about it the other night, not me and you. Um, but, uh, Will Ferrell, like. Has there been, I don't know, man. I just feel like that dude has been like so prolific for so long, just as far as like the volume of content that he has put out that has like um, done well at the box office. Like, I mean, he's had like 20 years there where he's put out no less than like two, three films a year that are like doing big numbers, you know, big box office comedies. Um, The only other people I can think of kind of like, I'm thinking kind of like post 1980s um, okay. would be like, again, they're all SNL people <laughs> and it's <laughs> Weird like, how that works. Right. And I feel like it's, it's probably like Sandler, you know, oh, he's I've probably been, up there. I've been on the Sandler kick, like just like his early nine or yeah. Mid nineties stuff. You yeah. Know, everything from like happy Gilmore, big daddy, little Nikki. Like it's great. Well, and I love them. Cause they're like, they're like an hour, 20 minutes, you know, like you just, you, you can watch it and it's, I got, I have to have something on before I go to bed. Yeah. And those movies are great for that. Cause it's like, Oh, hour 20. I don't have to think about anything. Just wind down, done, done. Well, and you get like the nostalgic kick. Cause that's like what was, you know, on TV as a kid or like the VHS as you were getting from the movie store, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely think I'm probably a bigger Feral fan than Sandler fan, just as far as like his body of work. But I mean, it's no doubt about it. I mean, those guys have countless amount of movies. I mean, we could go back and forth here and just yeah. keep naming movies of theirs and keep thinking of them for like the next hour. But uh, do you ever see the old um, online sketch that Feral did, um, mm. Landlord Baby? Yes, yes, I did absolutely. <laughs> if you haven't seen Landlord Baby look it up it's yeah it's weird how young will ferrell looks in that but it's pretty great it's and man he's done some really weird stuff too where like he's he's taken on some really unique roles like i think um 
the kind of the critique for Adam Sandler was he was always playing Adam Sandler. It wasn't until like probably the mid two thousands that he started to take on some more like serious roles and some different stuff. Like, um, you had a uh, 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 Punch Drunk Love, and then uh, um, what was the one that came out last year? The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, or, or yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, uh, that's 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 wrong. That's a different. That's a show. Um, um, Uncut oh, Gems. Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Yeah. Um. But I don't know something about Pharaoh. Like he just he plays a lot of different characters. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. And Sandler's been in a lot recently, like with all of like bunch of Netflix movies, whatever. That's true. Um, yeah. But the movie that really made much like Keanu Reeves with the Lake House, where like it just it was bad. Um. Adam Sandler's movie Click. That movie really soured me to everything. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, like, it was trying to, like, combine, like, almost being a bridge between, like, his weird, just dumb comedies and then, like, serious roles. Oh, it's dumb. I'm not going to oh, yeah, it's argue dumb. with you there. But there's, it's got its moments. I mean, it's got a little bit of a heart to it. But, I mean, it's also got your, your butt humor that you get from a Sandler movie. You get some... Christopher Walken in there, <laughs> uh, which is pretty, pretty cool guy. I don't know, um, but uh, I yeah, Sa- Sandler Farrell. I, I think it's a, uh, it's a good comparison. Sure, just yeah, okay, no, that's fair. And I mean, Farrell had like that uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. Um, I think it was called. Holmes and Watson, I think it was called. With uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, I heard that was pretty bad. I never saw it. I, I, I wanted to hope it was... I, I wanted it to be good, you know, the reunion of those two, but yeah, sometimes it's not meant to be. And, you know, maybe for the lovers of that duo, it, it, it is. You know, maybe for some people that, that movie really did it for them. But, again, different strokes for different folks. Um, all I know is... Both those guys are very funny, and they've uh, they've done pretty well for themselves outside of acting. I mean, you got Happy Madison and uh, 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 Funny or Die. Oh yeah, 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 funny. So, yeah, yeah, you know, both uh, actively producing and putting content out there. So I think those guys are gonna be <laughs> a okay. Exactly. Our our opinions do not directly affect. Yeah, they don't need us putting uh putting our. 25 minutes of our two cents out into the interwebs but we'll do it anyways free promotion for will ferrell and adam sandler from you're welcome 90s boys but oh man um bringing things back what are we finishing up here nate uh we're finishing up that double shot double black um actually thing that turned me on to this beer and the reason i brought it um are the taproom manager natalie mm, um, from bald up. man she last year i had never had the beer and she's like oh i picked up my beer you guys want to try this beer like I, like i showed up she's like you guys want to try this beer and i was like sure she's like okay yeah i just bought like six bottles of it that's right i forgot yep. this is like her fave isn't it mm-hmm. and i was like okay what is it she's like it's it's their um uh or shot or 
Because they've got a single version of this. The cold press black. Yeah, cold press black. Which is phenomenal. You can find it in cans, I think, year-round. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've seen it a lot. Um, but she was talking about that beer, talking about this beer. And she poured us up some. It's like, oh, shit, okay. And that was, I think, just last year. So the 2019, which they do actually have bottles of Adam Bibulus. Nice. Um, and I nice. did kind of want to do like a, a taste test. But I've now been into Ambibulous to buy three of these bottles on three separate occasions. And I want to stop being suspect <laughs> to all the people there. Got to go up there, man. I love Ambibulous. No, go up to, to, to Ben Paddle. Stock <sighs> we, up straight from the source. We talked about this. I can't go to Duluth. You can. We can We can hit Ursa Minor, too. We can make it happen. No, I know what's going to happen. It's like the car's going to break down <laughs> like 20 miles outside of Ursa Minor. It'll I'm make for gonna... a fun experience. Yeah, dude. an experience where I don't get any beer and I just, yeah. I've, I don't know if I'm content just dying having one Ursa Minor beer. I don't know what it's going to be. Sometimes but... it's those stories that shape us, man. <laughs> That's the shape I don't want to be in. You just got to ride with me. I'll make sure we get to Duluth mm. in one piece. We'll be okay. Like the Mad Max of northern Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as we get out of the cities, I just like pull over and I'm like, hang on just a second. I like put spikes on my tires and stuff. <laughs> throw on my cool leather jacket. Sawed off shot. You just in front of me saw off your shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, cause my normal shotgun that I have with me. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I figure you carry one in your trunk. Oh, man. <laughs> Rough boys, <laughs> running the streets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we definitely meet, need to make a Duluth trip happen. Um, Patrick, you're invited. Hell yeah. Get some get some uh, to-go beers, get some dank food. We've talked about this too much. We need to make it happen. We need to mic up, get some content, record it. Be a good time. Just live stream from Ursa Miner's tap room while we're in line waiting for beer. Yeah. Why <laughs> be not? Kind of fun. <laughs> I'd be into it. it t- like filming it, like it's like your first time walking. Like Nate, the smile on Nate's face as he walks out with a crowler. <laughs> well, like we'll put in like a we'll, we'll get like an old camera, old video camera, like the one you have to like mount on your shoulder. <laughs> Pops out of VHS. Dad cam, yeah. <laughs> I just picture you like getting like a box of like two hundred dollars worth of crowlers and just like being at the register just as loud as you can, just <laughs> get real high pitch with it. Me and Pat, like, all right, we need to get him out of here. <laughs> okay, one more photo. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's it's go. Like, it's like one of those videos you see of a baby eating peanut butter or bacon for the first time. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Just blowing Nate. Yeah, you're just blowing your mind. Sensory overload. <laughs> first time a kid pets a cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, we need to get a cat in the Suds Bud studio. Ooh, I'd be down. What would you name it, though? Uh... Um preface i'm a big fan of naming animals human names sure. like that's that's a big thing for me I, I often rename people's pets names that i think fit better yeah um and then i get other people to call them by that name so like uh, a friend of mine from my hometown she's got a dog named 
I think it's name. I think she named it Cash. Uh, I renamed him Mike because uh, he looks like a Mike. Like he's a little Chihuahua. You know, Original a, Mike, a, a spaz dog. Yeah. I named him Mike. Um, and then I found out <laughs> where she got her dog tags done. And like I looked at his dog tag. Cop made sure her phone. It was just her phone number on the back, and then his name on the front. So I got the exact same tag printed, but with Mike instead of Cash on the front oh and her phone God. number on the back. Just like a real, like, low-level, like, if he gets lost, like, still all the same information. Like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. But, like, I wanted to see how long it would take her to notice. And? Like, four weeks. Wow. So, yeah. Basically, like. Damn it, Nate. She was, like, laying on the couch and, like, the dog jumped up. It's like, oh, that tag, the the tag I replaced was a lot older, like sure. a lot more damaged. So she noticed it was shinier, and uh, yeah, she figured it out. Mike, gotta love it. <laughs> a little prankster, you. Well, mischievous. Where were we? Uh, with the double black, the double shot, double black. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, the inevitably failed trip to Duluth. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so this is a beer that I think no, I know they do variants of. I mean, no. they they do variants of their cold press black ale. I want to say they've done variants of this beer too. Bottled? Not bottled, I don't think, but I want to say tap. Okay. If not this one for sure, the black ale. I was gonna say variants. I, I you very rarely see variants tapped or put anywhere other than tap because it's just you run such a risk and I feel like those flavors might not age well. Yeah, I, I'm not. I could be wrong about the bottled thing. I think this this is the only specific specific variant of the cold pressed black like that you can get in this bottle. I don't know if there's any other flavor infusions of that, but I know um. I think they've done a raspberry version of their cold pressed black ale. I'd be into that. You can get it on nitro at the tap room, or at least it used to be able to. I want to say they've maybe done some cask stuff with it too. So it's definitely a flagship beer that they have played with. Okay. Um, and I can see why, because I think it's just a really solid base beer on its own. Yep. And with that coffee, vanilla, uh, so much coffee flavor. What else is there. in there? It's like some oak from the bourbon barrels. Yeah. So yeah, it's oak barrels, vanilla beans, and coffee added. Okay. So not aged on coffee, not coffee beans blended, but like they must just straight up add coffee to it. Sure. Um, but man, I I don't know. I I can get behind this beer a lot. I can't drink a lot of it, but I would for no. sure get this one again. In fact, I have several times. Twice in the last <laughs> week. Week, yeah. <laughs> Oops. It's a strong one. It's yes. definitely one where it is like you sip it like a fine whiskey. Mm-hmm. And if you take a gulp of it, it's like taking a shot. That the booze only comes out in like the large volume. It is boozy though. Like it it's uh You know what? I think this is a good time. What do you say we get to the ratings? Ooh. Um I like 
All right. I'd probably give this 4-2. I'd go 4-2 four four two. Two on okay. this one. And why? Um, Again, like, it's it doesn't check, like, my normal boxes. Like, I wouldn't drink a ton of this. I wouldn't, like, carbonation-wise, it's not there. Um, and it's a heavier beer. But they just hit all the right notes for me. I'm a huge coffee guy. And it really brings it home for that. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of my big thing with it. It's also not overly heavy. I feel like if it was overly heavy, I wouldn't be able to do it as much. That's fair. Yeah, I. Yeah, I I can't argue with that assessment at all. Um, four two. <sighs> this is a tough one for me. Um. I think we kind of talked about the last beer just generally being confused by what it was. Yeah. This one, had it before, kind of knew what I was getting into, really enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm going to put it just below you at a 4.0. Okay. Um, and I think for me, I like the base beer so much on its own. Like, I think if I was to drink a cold press black ale... Or, I think that's what it is, yeah. On its own, um, it would probably score higher than this would. Actually, I almost Good. definitely know it would, yeah. Okay. Um, while I love this, everything that's going on with it, just the presentation of it, beautiful bottle and delicious beer. Um, for having added flavors, those flavors don't mask the alcohol. Like, I feel like they do in a lot of other, like, double stouts and really rich, heavy, dark beers. Sure. I feel like this, to me, tastes like a really boozy beer with vanilla and with, you know, some of that chocolatey flavor you get from stouts and that coffee. But it's aggressive. It's 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 a lot, you know. And that's probably my only reason that I can't put it at, like, a 4.3 or 4.4 four, is while I really, really, really like it. It is. I like to share it with somebody else who also likes it, which we've done twice now. <laughs> so it works hey. out. But yeah, I just, uh, I mean, if I, one of these by myself, a bottle of this is, oh. it's going to be a tough one. It's yeah. It's going to be a tough night. That's like, a, or you need to start real early. And then if I'm starting this, well, like the sun's still out, I'm going to be going to bed real early. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a lot. It's heavy, dude. I love those nights though. Like, and it sounds like I'm knocking it, but I gave it a four. No, exactly. <laughs> like you, you still really enjoy the beer. But I'm sorry, yeah. you love those nights. You're saying? Well, I love. There's something special about you drink. Like, I do it on my birthday. Yeah. Like I start drinking pretty early, and I end up like taking a nap around noon. Uh huh. And then I end up going to bed around like ten. Oh, early we're saying like like eight. Oh no no, I'm saying early is like ten for me. Uh, ten in the morning. Ten ten p.m. Like going to bed. No, what what time are we saying we start drinking early though? Oh, start drinking early. Like I don't know nine. And then nap at noon. Yeah. <laughs> so what you got? That's wild. That's just like that's crazy. That's like, are you power houring it or are you like? Is it like, you know, making some eggs and like drinking a bottle of wine and then taking a, like, I don't know. This just sounds like a, 
I'm baffled. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about birthdays is I've just I it's like the did... one holiday I take off. You're right. You did preface it with birthday, so yeah. it's like the one day of the year. Like I'm not huge on a lot of holidays, but my birthday, I'm like, this is a day where I'm just going to do whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. Whenever I feel like doing it. So like there was one birthday I watched Top Gun two times in that day. There you that go. That was a weird day. Into it. That's fair. I ordered wings from the bar down the street. Like I'm like, when will I be ready? Like, when can you get here? I said, I'm half a block away. Like, well, come on in. I sat there, they bought me a shot, I got my wings, I left. It was great. That's fantastic. Just, you know. That's what birthdays are meant for. I, I celebrated mine since we last recorded. Yeah. And I, yeah, I probably didn't start quite that early, but probably, I, it was a noon beer, 11 o'clock beer. There you go. Yeah. It's like hey. espresso beer and cake. It was great. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delightful. It was real tasty. We had some uh, Summit Porter. Mm. And yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I'm excited to break into that pie that you have in the fridge that uh, I know is you said is for your mom, but I feel like it's a distraction. I baked that pie for my parents. I baked that pie as a holiday gift. I baked that pie a while ago. Can I have it? No. Swear to, it, you realize that I enjoy baking, Nate. You don't have to be mis- I literally mischievous. Br- I literally brought it up last time you brought this up. I was like, hey. You're like, you were talking about how good you are at making pie. I'm like, make me a pie. Then I saw a pie in the beer fridge, and I was like, Eric made me a pie. Well, you always say it like in a condescending way, like an oh, asshole. That's like literally how I say everything. Maybe, maybe put it on paper, you know? Send me a telegram or a, a, a pigeon memo or a text massage and tell me <laughs> that you want me to make you a, a, a delicious pastry, and I will bake it up for you, dude. I love baking. Also, yeah, hit up the Sudsbuds <laughs> Gmail and I'll bake for you, I guess. That'll be a new thing. I don't know what a text massage is, but everybody <laughs> heard you say that. So, like, feel free to, you know, also email the, the podcast about what that means. Yeah, that was me misspeaking. I'm not giving out text massages, but uh, I'll bake you a pie. And that's not a euphemism either. There's... <laughs> Just just don't be don't be a dingus about it, Nate, and you'll get okay. yourself a pie, right. okay? Well, I've been trying to not be a dingus for a long time. And I gotta say, that berry pie is good. I I I It feels like you don't even want to give this pie to your parents. No, no. I wanna give it to them so badly that before it was a new recipe. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it's weird. I can't just try a new recipe and give it to someone blind without True. trying it myself. That'd be irresponsible. Exactly. So I did what a sensible cook would do, and I baked two of them. And it's a quadruple berry pie, and it is so freaking good. It's like lattice top, you know, woven. Classic. It's uh, blackberries, it's raspberries, strawberries, it's blueberries. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's super easy. Make it fresh, or you can freeze it. Just wrap it in some parchment paper and then some foil. Date it. And, uh, yeah, it'll last a while. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, they're super slick, dude. I've become somewhat of a baker guy. I guess that's what unemployment will do that to you. Some people have picked up instruments. Some people have picked up addictions. I've, I, I bake now sometimes. And 
you know, I'm. I haven't gotten too soft yet, you know. Yeah, I, the, winter, the, ja- the suit jacket still fits. The suit jacket still fits. It's still early in the winter, you know. It, we got we got time to pack on the lbs. We're getting there. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll make you a pie. Just be nice, for God's sake. <laughs> I try my hardest. This is literally as good as I can do. Even the people listening know that's bullshit. <laughs> uh I think that about does it for the double shot, double black, barrel aged black ale, twenty twenty edition. You got anything yeah. else on that? No, that's about it for me. It's a good beer, man. I highly recommend. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a lot of. I I enjoy this beer a lot. And you know what? Something I didn't mention about this. I guess one last thing. I think this is a cool beer that can bring. people who are the type that maybe get labeled as beer snobs or just people who drink like a lot of good beer mm-hmm. can bring that type of person together with someone who's maybe new to the beer game yeah yeah, Be- yeah. because you got something that's accessible here you know but you can pick out just about everything it's got going on in it yeah and I feel like that's why it's it's, like, it's not something you need to overanalyze. No. And that's what I love about it is it's just very straightforward. Here are coffee notes. Here are vanilla notes. There is alcohol in this black ale. Yeah. No, it's uh, and I think that's what the holiday season's all about. It's about uniting people. Uh, I got a little brother. He's only twenty, so I won't be sharing this with him. But alcohol uh, is a twenty-one plus beverage. Yeah, alcohol is Please a twenty-one drink. plus beverage. Please remember to drink responsibly. <laughs> uh, message here from the Suds Buds. <laughs> but yeah, no, big fan of this one. Uh, would buy again. Would recommend. Yeah, that's about all I got on that one. Well, Nate, blessings on your household. Uh, <laughs> thank you for bringing it by. And uh, tell you what, we're gonna take one last little break here and then we will return with our final beer review of the night so stay tuned i'm gonna go get myself some quadruple berry pie what's up everybody we are back on suds buds we just finished up our review on the double shot double black bent paddle coffee ale there you go couldn't have said it better I'm thinking about beer. Nate's thinking about pie. <laughs> Nate, I got I one. Did, I didn't get any of my pie, in case you people were curious. <laughs> he did not get any of his pie, and he will not get any of that pie, but we will make another pie maybe next week, and then yeah. let you all know how it turns out. But uh, in the meantime, I've got one big burning question for you. Uh-oh. Holiday question. Holiday question. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Nate? Hard is a Christmas movie. All right, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it's... Well, we're cool, we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, we're good. There's no beef, we're good. <laughs> all right, perfect. I'm cool. <laughs> all right, uh, our next beer here is uh, Delirium Noel. A beer I'm ex- super excited for. I'm a fan of Delirium. I'm familiar with the, the Tremis. That's mm-hmm. kind of been the one that i usually go for but uh the noel is a yearly holiday offering from them um and you got the cute little pink elephant with the santa hat on and what else does it have on top of it nate um what are you talking about 
I mean, it's got a scarf on. What do you want from me? Well, I mean, it's not your traditional oh, bottle cap. Oh, it is a corked beer. Yeah, so don't go poking your eye out. That's a good <laughs> holiday reference there for anyone who's seen a Christmas story. Nobody pokes their eye. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, well, don't go, don't go poking your eye out with a cork. <laughs> That's definitely not a Christmas saying, and I don't know why you'd lie to our listeners like that. A fib. I would never lie. It's a fib. Oh, okay. Moral gray area. Well, while you're cracking this open, I'm going to try to find some notes on this beer because, uh, like I said, I've had some stuff from Delirium before, but I've never had the Noel. So uh, we don't usually go to Beer Advocate on the show, but this seemed to be a pretty good offering as far as just, uh, or a pretty good resource as far as just uh, community input. Hmm. Wait, can I do a thing quick? Let's uh, pop open the conversation, you know? All right, I'm gonna... Again, <laughs> another moment where I wish we uh, we had a camera because that thing almost attacked me. <laughs> that shot, like, right over my shoulder, dog. Ooh, that smells good, You though. almost took out some audio equipment. <laughs> um, so do you want notes before we taste this or after? I'd like after. Okay. Right. There is something to be said about, like, when you read it and then you kind of are looking for it. That's fair. Versus what you can pull out. Oh, wow. That is, uh, again, a little lighter than I would have expected. Mr. Belgian here. That's pretty dark. That's our darkest one tonight. Well, it's... Did you... I feel like he didn't even look at that. That's not true. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, the last one was I just skipped that last beer in my mind. That's not true, because it was delightful. Um... Thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. This looks, uh, like a brown ale almost. Yeah. There is, um, I don't know. It's, I don't even know how to describe that. I'd go, again, I'd go probably a little more amber. Um, still pretty cloudy though. Um, I don't know. There's something about those delirium bottles, like the you know that gray textured, dipped cobblestone, or I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a weird look. There's something about those where I feel like it's just this dark ass beer in the center of it. Yeah, and like it never is. Like I've never once had a overly dark beer pour from delirium. But I love that color. Oof, that's really good. <laughs> That's really good. That's, um... <laughs> I just saw Nate's reaction here. <laughs> it looked as though Nate just found God in the studio. <laughs> he just looked to the sky and and nodded a few times. and Bless your heart, Delirium. Yeah, this is real tasty. Mm. There's so much goodness happening in that beer. Like... Definitely on the dark, darker side of Belgians, um, but it's still got all that that classic Belgian flavor that you enjoy. Yeah, definitely picking up more spice in this one than I have in any of our other beers tonight. Yeah, I like it though. It's sweet. It's um, yeah, I, a little bit of funk in there. It's uh. It, it's dark. It's darker than it tastes, though. Yeah. I think. That for sure. 
honestly, I can't stop taking a look at the color. Like it, it's a pretty haze. Yeah, pretty hazy. Or what, what's the word? Um, that's non-transparent. Um, um, opaque. Opaque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely an opaque, uh, dark reddish color. Yeah, not quite a brown. Not mm-hmm. quite a red. Not kind of quite a gold. Just kind of like a weird in between. But yeah, it's uh, it's delightful. It's got like a, a like a light. Belgian quad kind of color to it. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good, Nate. Um, and for people that maybe want to try this uh, beer themselves, it's pretty easy to find. Um, it's a yearly release. There's, I've seen it before. This is the first time I've tried it, but I've definitely passed it up a few times. Um, yeah, gray, kind of speckled looking bottle. Bottle almost looks like cement. And then it's got a, a blue and pink label on it with a elephant with a Santa hat. So, yeah. It's kind of hard to miss. It, it's pretty hard to miss. It's definitely different. But, say, they've uh, had they've had the, that color, like that gray, pale color for as long as I can remember. Yep. Like I remember seeing this beer, or not this one, but a Delirium beer on tap. I don't remember what bar I was at, but I was like, the hell is that? Just like a gray handle, pink elephant on top. It's like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a cool one, and it's um, they're another one of those beers that sometimes you'll you'll find them at weird liquor stores. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not the Noel specifically, but Tremis. I've found that at some liquor stores where kind of like the um, Le Fin du Monde, mm-hmm. You know, you'll find that at just some weird places where, you know check the date on it, you know, make sure the cooler's not sitting in front of a window or something and getting a bunch of sun. But yeah, if it's stored at a good store, um, you can find it at some weird places. But since we're drinking our final holiday beer, Nate, I'm curious, do you have any specific uh, winter holiday traditions? Mm. Well, normally holiday tradition for me is just we uh we got some family on the other side of South Dakota, so we just drive all the way across South Dakota, Oof. which is, it's it's a drive. There's a lot going on there. Um, actually, first time I did the drive myself, um, there's a gas station right before you get into the Badlands, mm-hmm. and it's called Last Stop Gas Station, and you know, like on those family trips that you've taken over and over again. Like you, you stop at the same gas station every time. Right. Like they, somebody mapped it out and like, no, this is the optimal spot. Well, we'd always stop at that one. Well, first time I'm driving out, I had gotten gas a little bit before that. So I probably had three quarters of a tank, a little closer to half probably. And I was like, well, I don't need to stop. Why would I stop? (laughs) That was a mistake. Like last stop is, is not name only. Definitely stop there because it is. A long ways. I actually had to get off the um, the route I was taking, like by a good a couple miles, in order to hit a gas station to get back onto that road. You made it though. I did make it. Yes, I didn't break down in the middle of the Badlands. Well, that, that would have been another story. That's like a <laughs> horror movie there. That would have been terrifying. Glad it wasn't. No. Last stop. Yeah. Last stop gas station. They got like a cool. Um, Almost Rolls Royce looking car okay. on the billboard, like 
little models sitting on top of like the the side station. I feel like I've had to have drove by it before because I've made that drive a few times. Do you know what highway it's off of? Is that uh, ninety? Yeah, yeah. I highway mean, it's, yeah, the the highway that just drives directly through the middle of South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've probably pumped gas there before. <laughs> it probably a good call. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's kind of like the biggest holiday tradition is just doing this big drive, and then. Like, once you get past Rapid City, it's kind of fun because it's, like, they live, like, an hour south of Rapid. Yeah. So, like, you hit Rapid. You hit, like, the first city you've seen in, you know, six hours. And then all of a sudden, like, you're 45 minutes from where you need to be. Right. So you're just kind of giddy the whole time. That's cool, man. Those family road trips, uh, they always create great memories, great stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Little destinations, little pit stops you find along the way. It's fun. Yeah. So it's a fun little town. But I take it that might be a postponed tradition this year. Yeah, that's that's not happening this year. Um I think some of my family might be going out for that. Mm-hmm. Some aren't. Um Yeah. Just kind of a, a lot of people playing it by ear kind of thing. Right. So it'll be a bummer, but I'll make it I'll make it out there once some things blow over so for sure well sorry to hear that but hopefully you can audible and find <laughs> you know i'm sure you'll find something to fill your time with this i've Christmas. got my eye on a uh you ever heard of animals barbecue no it's the um barbecue truck that is posted upside outside of able okay um yeah you've told me about this before yeah, actually yeah, yeah. that rings a bell they are i feel like they i feel like i read Maybe it was like a year, two years ago, they won like best barbecue in Minnesota, and they're like a their food truck, but like they're just everything I've had from them is just outstanding. Nice. They had a uh, on Sundays they do a special called the Meat Tornado. Yeah. So that's how you, that's how you know it's good. Damn. Um, but they're doing a Christmas uh, pork shoulder. Wow. Yeah. So I, I I tossed my name in for that. Got one of those reserved. I'm gonna eat some pork shoulder for like, I don't know. It'll probably last me like four days, five days. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Very cool. Yeah. Where were they plugging that on? Uh, just Facebook. Okay. Yeah, they've been plugging that for a while. Um, that they've been also, you know, as most food trucks are with the shutdown, they're just kind of like, again, playing it by ear seeing what they can do Mm -hmm. like nobody wants to work in the the bitter cold especially these guys that are outside for most of it yeah um but they just do such fantastic work i know brick oven bus um man they'd be another cool one to get on the show but uh they're a food truck that operates out of egan Mm -hmm. they take a bunch of school buses and basically outfit them with brick pizza ovens and cook pizzas at a super hot temperature in these buses that are on like airbag suspension and i mean it's it's a gnarly setup the guys are super cool and they make fantastic neapolitan style pizzas Mm. they small menu they got like five things that they do and they do them really well maybe even just four but uh they crush it and recently they just opened a frozen pizza truck and um yeah, I saw them posted up in Egan 
uh, this past week and didn't stop, but definitely I'm going to be snagging me some frozen pizzas for the winter from them. So hell yeah. If you live in the twin cities area, check them out. Break oven bus. I don't remember the name of their frozen pizza it truck. Was, was it? Ba- baby. Dough ba- babes. Dough babes. B E. B-E-S, I want to say. It sounds right. All I remember is like rolling up and there was the, you know, the signature yellow school bus. Yep. And then there was this little blue bus parked behind them. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? Yeah, they got a little small fleet of buses now because they got a couple hot buses. If you want hot food, look for their yellow bus. Yep. If you want the cold pizza, their frozen pizza bus is the blue one. But, uh. Very cool. Definitely support those guys. Really cool. I mean, you're just going to have a cool conversation while you're waiting for your pizza. And I'm not kidding you. Like, if you catch these guys when they're not aligned, they'll, they'll pump out your pizza in like three minutes. Pretty dope. <laughs> it's it's kind of wild. Like, you, you watch them pound the dough. You watch them put everything on. Yeah. It's in the oven. You finish your thought, and then it's out of the oven. Yeah. They, they got it down. Yep. But, uh, yeah, definitely should get them on the show we should talk to paris get him on here that'd be awesome yeah i think so too paris is one of those people that i always find to be very cool but also like that guy is very passionate about what he does he is man and he's got i feel like a lot of hobbies and he's a foodie so i feel like um he'd be a fun person to have on because you just have a lot of weird quirky side ventures to plug but also like we'd have that nice meet in the middle um interest of like fermentation you know just with him working a lot with um yeasts and things like that um yeah i think it would lend itself to a super interesting conversation but uh brick oven bus check them out uh food trucks we're talking barbecue you got a pork shoulder for christmas which sounds cool christmas sounds like yeah your christmas is gonna be all right (laughs) i i'm making the most of it last christmas actually i uh ended up having to work christmas eve yeah didn't end up going out with my family on that road trip again so i just hung out with my parents dog watched the grinch and was asleep by like 10 nice woke up (laughs) next day i'm like i feel pretty good yeah all right yeah you know the dog's like a cuddler dog you know one of those like doesn't pay much attention to you while you're awake but when you're asleep like you wake up and he's just curled in your arm for sure oh i feel that you don't want to like move because it might wake him up. Yeah. But then also your arms asleep and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. yeah. It's, it sounds like there's worse things. That's what I'm saying. Um, but actually, uh, your Christmas movie. What's your what's your go-to? Go-to Christmas movie? Yeah. Elf. You said that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I've not... <laughs> Okay, all of our beers are like 12%, so fight me in real life, bro. Uh, Yeah, no, Elf. Uh, I like Elf. Um, Elf is tight. Uh, Grinch, is, Grinch is good. Home Alone is good. Jim, Jim Carrey uh, Grinch. There's so many good parts in that movie. Actually, yeah. I just found out. Kind of uh, dark, too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Found out yesterday that. There's a scene in The Grinch where he pulls a tablecloth off of one of his tables. And the way it was written, it was intended for everything to like fly off the table as he pulled his tablecloth. But he ended up pulling it perfectly where nothing fell off. Like it just slid out. 
and he walked away and then he came back and improv just knocking everything off a table and flipping the table over and that was the scene they used in the movie that's cool <laughs> like huh. i know exactly what you're talking about that's awesome yeah very cool that's I, that's that's actually love it man <laughs> movie magic movie magic or actually moments where you don't need movie magic we're just exactly. happy by itself that was honestly a better scene yeah. than it could have been 100 percent. but uh man it's uh it's the holiday season i feel like holiday season is a a, a time of excess and uh Tonight we chose our excess in beers. We picked three Ooh. pretty big beers. Ooh. I can see that we're we're starting to slow down. We still got a little bit of beer left in our cups here, but I think it's it's probably a good time to pump out a review. Yeah. Uh you can go first on this one. Who I'm, I'm gonna take a couple extra swigs here. The Delirium Noel. Tell you what. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you my review on it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to give you a little bit of an edge here. I'm going to read the descriptions on this beer after I give my review. Okay. So, Delirium Noel, I'm going to put as my favorite beer of the night. I'm going to have to do some checking on the old spreadsheet, but it might wind up being at the top of my favorites this season so far. I'm going to give it a 4.3. I really like it. You know what? No. 4.4. 4.4. That's a really good beer. It's a really strong beer. It's a really tasty beer. And I feel like that's one where I don't feel bad giving it that score. Because I know it's going to be around. You know, It's not yeah. a weird one-off. It's not something super bougie. It's. I feel like it's a seasonal offering where I'll crave it next year and I'll be able to find it. And I think there's something to be said for that. So, 4.4. Okay. Feel good about it. And I get that. Like, I've, I mean, I've already poured my, my second glass here. Um, but it's just got such a nice flavor profile. You get plenty of that, like, maltiness. Uh, there is a good amount of spice to it. There's nothing that stops me from going in for, like, another another sip of it. Um, I don't know. I, everything I've had from Delirium really scratches that itch, and <laughs> I it, it's I don't know. I'm a big fan. Um, I would go. I'd probably go like four point five on this one. Nice. That's also very strong. Yep. Like this is just a beer. That I could bring this beer to anybody, and like, if you don't like Belgian beers, you're not gonna like this one. But if you have any sort of inkling towards them, this is definitely gonna do it for you. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and you're Mr. Belgian, <laughs> that's what everybody calls me. <laughs> <laughs> I got, that got real French for a second. I'm sorry. So uh, I know I was going to read the Beer Advocate, but I found another one just two clicks below it, and it was BelgianStyleAles.com. So I figured maybe got to give that top priority. I appreciate that. That's my website. <laughs> no, it's not. 
You're welcome, Mr. Belgian. <laughs> uh, it looks like here you can buy it online. I don't know what your uh, you know your shipping laws are, but that's that's up to you and where you live. That's actually been one of those things that's been confusing me because like you can get like even in Minnesota you can get alcohol delivered to your house as we know, like we literally do it. Yes, but uh, you shipping out of state is a really weird kind of area. Yep, certain things get weird. Yep. Um, actually, like one of in one in my opinion. Um, some of the best sours that I've had in a very long time come from uh, Wild Mind. Mm-hmm. And my brother, he is a big sour beer fan. Big fan. And so I wanted to ship him some sours. Started looking in like, oh, what do I... I, just, I didn't even think that it would be an issue. I was more just looking into like, what's the best way to package it, all this stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm on these threads where it's like, here's how you trick the USPS into getting your alcohol there. I'm like, what? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, just very illegal. Like, and he lives in Texas. Yeah. Which you'd think would be like, I mean, it's Texas, Fair right? Like, yeah. I, I've bought in a daiquiri in a drive through before. Like, <laughs> they don't seem to have many laws. Yeah. You can go hog hunting from a helicopter. So, like. I don't know what to tell don't you. Don't be smoking weed, though. Well, I yeah. actually, that's true. Don't yeah, do that. You're getting in big trouble for that. <laughs> but you can fly in a helicopter and play Rambo. <laughs> Only in Texas, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that's wild. Um, sorry, Nate. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> oh, you were Texas. talking about them reviews from the... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 belgianbeer.com. Belgianstyleales.com. Excuse you. Mm. Um, I didn't want to plug my own website too hard. Once banned in the U.S. because the provocative title of this line of ales was thought to encourage overindulgence. The pink <laughs> elephant logo on the label probably did very little to curb the argument. Uh, <laughs> But Delirium Noel from the H-U-Y-G-H-E, I'm going to go with Huey Brewery, is a seasonal Belgian strong ale that pours dark red with a foamy beige head. Top fermented and bottle condition, the brew boasts potent aromas of dark fruit, apricot, caramel malt, sweet cherry, cinnamon, clove, with notes of vanilla, apple, banana, and yeast. Ah, taste is similar to aroma and also includes toffee, plum, and red wine with notes of pepper and bitter hops. The mouthfeel is medium-bodied and creamy smooth thanks to generous, lively carbonation. The 10% ABV is well hidden, though, and the finish is lingering, spicy, and dry. They recommend food pairings uh, of beef, hamburger, barbecue. Uh, excuse me. So, all of my favorite food groups. Very bubbly. It's got me uh, feeling like uh, about to explode. Beef, hamburger, and barbecue. So I will be picking some of this up for my uh, animals barbecue pork shoulder. And if you like your food in liquids, they also recommend it with hearty winter soups, stews, chilies. Uh, yeah. And basically any sharp cheese. So that's like basically the best solid review I could find on it. Uh, they call it a complex spicy Christmas ale. 
Um, and yeah, the red brown color I think is basically kind of what we were getting at. It is right there, and they threw a lot of flavors out there. I know some people make fun of you know beer labels and the notes (laughs) and stuff like that, and you can say the same thing about anything, dude. Uh, A car, a cigar, wine, whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, it's what you taste, and I think. I, I like to, yeah, read read those reviews beforehand. Okay. I guess. Or, excuse me, excuse me, no, 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 after. I like to give my own taste and then read them afterwards, so I'm not, you know, looking to taste. Yep. I mean, there's part of, there's part of the it where you can... The placebo effect. Exactly. You can really put a flavor into something. Yeah. Like, actually, one, one that I've always been kind of not confused about but um tobacco flavor when people say tobacco yeah that means so many different things to me yeah where i'm like i i don't know what you're talking about like i have this wonderful and i've I've ordered a few of them but this wonderful tobacco scented candle Mm -hmm. and i love this candle i love the smell but nothing about it says tobacco to me. Yeah. Like it is and like I you know I've I've smoked my fair share of tobacco. I feel like I know what tobacco smells like. Right. And none of this like anytime somebody says tobacco I'm like I don't know what exactly you mean from this because I've I've been around all sorts of it and I've never gained this smell from it. Yeah. And that's, that's a good point. And I, I feel like tobacco, I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a cigar aficionado and I'm not a beer aficionado either, but I drink more beer than I smoke cigars. Um, (laughs) It's probably, I feel like it'd be hard to do both. Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't be good on me to do both. It would be, would wear down the chassis for sure. <laughs> but uh, I feel like, like beers, the little I know about cigars, I mean, they come in a lot of different fashions and forms. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, just with tobacco, you've got, uh, you know, is it Virginia tobacco? Is it is it Turkish tobacco? Is it, you know, is it uh, Havana? Is it Cuban tobacco? Um, Honduras, I think, is another big tobacco yep. producer. Um you know smoking tobacco versus chewing tobacco like i love the smell of a a a cigar like i love smelling like a nice like medium to dark cigar love that smell it's very different than like the taste of like uh uh long leaf chewing tobacco yeah. Like uh again, I I'm I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm not a chewer, but I've had like smoking is an 18 plus activity. <laughs> um well, I think you're 21 in Minnesota now too, oh, isn't it? Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh I I got I I got ID'd buying a uh of like a little vape thing the other night. I was like, "Oh shit, it's 21 plus." Yeah. I forgot about that. And I mean, with that beard, you can hide shit in that beard. I'm surprised they didn't like ask to search your beard too, <laughs> sir. Actually, run some gloves through that. Growing up, had a had a buddy 
he had a full beard for honestly since he was like since I met him, which was probably at the age of twelve. Yeah. Like full beard. Bigger than my beard by far. Damn. Can grow it in like a week, two weeks. I don't know. Something grotesque. Like he can Jesus. Like it stops at a point, but like it's always a full beard. And so you got this like, you know, twelve, thirteen year old with a full beard. I'm like, do you like do sting operations for like <laughs> these things? Cause like Thinking about it now, if he came in with a full beard, I'd like I would question my own thought of like, no, this guy's for sure underage. Like I'd still card him. Yeah. But I'd be like, wait a second though. You have a full beard. Like I don't know why that really seals it in for me that like this person might be of age. Yeah, I mean a thirteen year old with a full beard, that's sketchy. That's That's what I'm saying. Like it was a really weird thing. Yeah. Nicest guy uh, taught me how to play Magic the Gathering. Okay. I also beat him yeah. with his own deck, which Oof. was it was a lot of fun. Oof. We had a lot of fun. Salt in the wounds. <laughs> he didn't take it well. But he also kicked my ass in Yu-Gi-Oh! So, you know, there's a whole thing. Well, there you <laughs> go. This is now a card game podcast. Yeah, man. I, I feel like we've talked about a lot of things tonight. I mean... It's Christmas. It is Christmas. It's a holiday episode. It's been fun. You know, sometimes we have guests in here. Sometimes we don't. But when we don't, we try to make the best of it. We never have a tough time filling time. (laughs) It's always, uh, yeah. Mm. It's always fun. I drank so much of this beer this weekend. (laughs) You buying more of it? Hell yeah. I'm for sure buying more of these beers. That's what it's all about, man. That's that's the whole point of this show. If anyone listens and, you know, takes anything away from what we have to say, then that's 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 cool. I mean, that's a huge win. But more or less, like, we just want you to support these awesome places that we're talking about and we're plugging because, you know, that's kind of how we're trying to make our footprint here. You know, we, we started this whole thing. Uh, Dustin and I, when... We were laid off with the initial round of uh, of shutdowns, and now, fittingly for the second season, you know, you kind of hopped in during this whole second shutdown, and uh, here we are trying to make people laugh, uh, trying to kill people's time, I guess, <laughs> uh, past people's time because I know these there days can get long. That's better. But uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy it because we certainly enjoy getting to kick back and you know, bullshit with each other and drink some tasty beverages. And honestly, like, I mean, you know, it's, I think it's a, a fun thing. Like we, you know, we buy all these beers. We don't, you know, get paid to do any of this. So like we can give very honest representations and, you know, I, yeah. sometimes it feels like we rate things too highly, but at the same time, like we get these beers because we wanted them. Yeah. And then we, like, I, I've never once felt bad about a review I gave. No, and I'm fully willing to rip something that I paid for that's not endorsing me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's I'm waiting for the day that I have to stone cold stunner a beer and, you know, stomp a mud hole in it and walk it dry, as Stone Cold would say. I have. Drop it on that stack of dimes, it calls a neck. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. 
I have watched Eric Stone Cold Stunner things before. It's a magic time, and I hope it happens. It's a pretty sight. <laughs> it's actually how he asked out his girlfriend. It was amazing. It's very cute. Lies. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I think that's about that time. But I think yeah. that that's about that. It's about. <laughs> You'll get tried there, to correct yeah. myself, fumbled on my correction. We're gonna shut it down. <laughs> Probably for the best. These are all twelve percent beers. Who knows what'll happen? Actually, I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go kick Eric's ass in uh, Mario Golf. I'm done. I'm tapping out. It's time tapping for dinner. Out. Dinner Look and Netflix. Him. Dinner and Netflix. Late dinner and Netflix. You heard it here. You heard it first here, folks. My ankle hurts. <laughs> oh, the boy is injured. My ankle hurts. I can't play GameCube. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see it. Nate Jujitsu would be too hard. A top athlete taken down in his prime. You hate to see it. I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. We've still got like three half full bottles to drink. Uh, Take it easy, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us through this weird episode. We hope you had a good time. And most importantly, happy holidays. Stay stay safe out there. Yeah, that that word. That that word. (laughs) All right. Take it easy. Woo!
Uh, I love baking. If you want to come by and bake anytime, I wish you would have hit me up before. Of course I do. Dude, I've got the shit Here, to do it. Do you know how much fun I have cooking and baking? Dude, it's awesome. Why it's do fun. you think aprons are my thing? Like, how much, how many times do I have to say it? 